0: Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world. Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I'm Nicholeen Peck and I'm joined here with my daughter, Paige Baumert. And today we are talking about family movie recommendations. So people have asked, Nicholeen, what do you recommend when it comes to movies? And you know, I'm always nervous to make recommendations, Paige. Everybody likes different things when it mm-hmm. comes to a movie. But I did decide that I would share some of our favorites today and talk to people about how to pick a good movie and how to present the movie to the children and then talk about some of our favorite movies as well. This particular podcast is part of a series that we've been doing. We've been talking about games. We've been talking about books. Now we're talking about movies. So I think that you're really going to enjoy it. But first page before we can talk about these movies, as is tradition here on the teaching self-government podcast, we need to talk about a fun family activity. So what type of a fun family activity should we talk about today?
1: Well, I mean, we're talking about movies So how about setting up a family movie night? So for our family growing up, uh, TV was not a regular part of our everyday activities. And so what we did is we had a family movie night, and that was usually every Friday night. We would all get together and have a family movie night. Now, this was not family TV show night or anything like that. It was family movie
0: night because TV shows don't have an end. Movies do. (laughs) Yeah, so. we didn't want we didn't really watch network TV. I mean it we really was network TV. No, we didn't. Yeah, but it w- it really wasn't. We didn't start watching any programs and and even so we hardly ever do, but we didn't start watching any programs until London and Porter who were the last ones at home were just ending high school. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like she's 17, he's 15 yeah. and we didn't 16, really see any yeah.
1: So, and you know, even the TV shows that are watched yeah,
0: through streaming services, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't have a very good TV for a really long time. No. I mean, truth be told, people were having flat screen TVs and we still had the box. Oh, it was good. Stuff, and man. we had good to stuff. have that little other box that you had to by to make sure that the other box worked because suddenly the antenna (laughs) didn't work because it was so old. I mean, we had one of those TV was just not a priority, but so long as it could plug into the DVD player and the VHS, because yes, we have had VHS. We still have some VHS tapes around and we've got a player. It's the only goodies that we had to keep. Yeah, we don't use it very often, but we do have it. And when it breaks, I don't know, it probably cuts an arm and a leg. To <laughs> anyway, but name. yeah, so set up a family
1: movie night and um, and then, you know, be sure to bring your popcorn and your snacks. My dad is famous for, oh, let's go in the store and get a movie night treat, you know? And movie night so,
0: treat, because he wants it for himself. That's well, why. Yes. But he's the, like, I got to have a whole the caramel ordeal. creams <laughs> and the Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> well, so he'll bring and you home the- peanut M&Ms, yeah.
1: he'll get himself peanut butter bars or... Yep. Caramel creams. And then, you know, he'll Reese's. let us, Oh, that was for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the thing is like, Oh my word, we're junk fooding out. But he did have, he did say, okay, we need a movie night treat, And so he would <laughs> always do that. And it was it really was- fun to
1: look forward to, you know, cause we didn't necessarily have a
0: lot of those movie night treats throughout the rest of the week. So yeah. So we just do, we just stocked up on sugar on Friday, but oh, no, yeah. it's so fun. So set a special day. I love that idea. I think it's so great. Okay. So let's talk about movies. Let's give some recommendations here. We're going to do this through the lens of self-government. So Paige, remind everybody, what is self-government
1: self-government is being able to determine the cause and effect of any given situation and possessing a knowledge of your own behaviors so that you can control them.
0: Yeah. So that means that a person decides who ought, who ought I to be, right? Mm -hmm. What version of myself do I know I need to be? And then how do I plan for that and follow through with my plan? Now, movies have a lot to do with that. So let's say, okay, what characteristics do we want to have? Do I want to have as a person? Do I want my children to have, do I want my children to have attitude problem? then I probably should not be showing them a lot of programs that are full of attitude problems or people that hate their parents. Do I want my children to value their parents? Then we need to show them programs where people value their parents or read them stories where people value their parents. So you see, it's part of the planning process Not where the
1: parents are just, you know, doofuses and stupid and don't know what's going on
0: right where they just go wah 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 in the background
1: you <laughs> charlie brown
0: okay i'm not saying that i don't <laughs> like the great pumpkin because i think there's some good things there and even the christmas charlie brown and there's a few other ones and who doesn't love snoopy but it is kind of sad that that generation of movies started this kind of parents in the background they're sort of insignificant to things you know right at the time we had little house on the prairie we also had parents who were like just this eh, wah we don't need to listen to them let's just do our kid world thing and so kind of made parents seem insignificant so although that said we did watch like i said some of these you know charlie brown thanksgiving and great pumpkin and all these things when it came that time of year some of those little you know from my childhood classics, we did watch not all of them, but a few. Okay. So when we in teaching self-government, if you've read my book, Parenting a House United, or if you have done any of the courses, you'll know that I'm big into creating a family vision or a picture of where you're going as a group. And this is because this gives everyone in the family a picture something to hold on to so that they know why they need to make changes in themselves that it's safe to make those changes because they have a purpose as a group they have a type of connection that they want to have a bond and a type of feeling that's going to exist in their home you might call it the spirit of love or you know something like that you want they want that to exist in their house. Well, they know this because of the picture that's created in their minds. Well, what do movies and books have the ability to do? They have a great power. They can create pictures in the minds of the people. They can give vocabulary, words, mindset attitudes about things. I mean these are very powerful mediums at changing the hearts and minds, behaviors, connections, relationships, of an entire population of people. So am I going to be picky about them? Oh yes, I am going to be picky about them because they could give my child a vision of the world or what they're shooting for that does not match what our family vision is. And why would I show them something that would make life more difficult for my child or may like make life confusing for my child. So let's talk about picky Paige, was your mom. We'll say and dad, but we we all know that it was primarily mom leading the leading the pickiness. Was your mom picky? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> almost, mama- it was almost always to our chagrin at the time growing up. We're like, are you serious? All of our friends are watching this movie. We want to see it.
0: Okay. So when you were little, it was not. So when you were no, little, you little were we like, yeah, you didn't know. You were like, oh, yay. We get to see thomas the train or whatever (laughs) you were like we get to see all these little things and so you were fine with oh little house yay little house we love little house but then when you hit those later teen years you were like what how come we can't see that and everybody else is seeing that and i'll tell you why you couldn't see that so porter and london got to see some of those things that you and quinn didn't see and which was so unfair you know yes i know you i know you thought it was so unfair. But the reason why is because you had younger siblings. And so, because they were multiple years younger than you, four years and six years younger than you, and developmentally, they weren't ready to process that other you know, movie that you wanted to watch that other people were watching, even though it wasn't so bad. Right. You would say, um, and I knew you could process it still. We couldn't watch it for family movie night because we had these other younger people that need to process it. Now, sometimes occasionally we did actually allow you and Quinn to watch a couple of things that London and Porter did not get to see. It was after they went to bed. Yeah, they would go to bed and you guys, would get a chance (laughs) to see a few other things, but it wasn't everything because we decided, well, so long as we've got some people in the house that can't see certain things, then we are going to keep it you know, keep us stuff that we're going to watch that everybody can see for the most part. There were a couple of things though, that we allowed you to see. So I was picky. And like you said, it wasn't always your happiest thing that mom had to tell, you no. but luckily you knew how to accept a no answer. And that's one of those teaching self-government skills that came in really handy when you would say, mom, can we watch this? And I would say, well, I'm going to have to give you a no answer about that because I looked into it and I had decided... No, even though every other person was watching it. So let's give an example of one of those movies. And this is going to tell people just how picky I am. They'll probably turn this podcast off. They'll be like, oh my word, this lady, she's like a Nazi. But I'm hoping if you already know me, and if you've been taking my course, you've been reading my books, you've been listening to these podcasts or watching me on YouTube, you already know about my standard. You know, the quality that I I really demand of myself and and of my children so that we can make sure that we have the type of home environment that's going to be the best. And so that pickiness actually really ends up paying off because in the end, it sets a really high bar for all of the entertainment. And it did do that. But let's give an example right now of one that I was picky on that maybe the rest of the world wasn't picky on at the time. So one of those was Shrek. Shrek. And my children were like, really, mom, it's a cartoon, you know? So me and my husband decided, well, let's see if Shrek would be okay. We didn't just accept it. So a cartoon comes out and it's rated PG. And you're like, wait, a cartoon's not rated G it's rated PG. Well, that's a little crazy. And we had already been referred to a cartoon by a friend at one point called the road to El Dorado. And that was a, that was a major fail. There were cartoon characters that were like having a sexual encounter. We were like, whoa. And we had to turn that off. So we're like, listen, we don't just carte blanche trust cartoons anymore. So we're going to preview it, especially because the, the previews that were, you know, online about the movie coming out looked like it it was a little bit raunchy in places and definitely had some base type tones or vibe to it. And I just wanted to test it out. And so when we watched it and they were calling girls broads and they were having like, I mean, of course there was potty humor and bathroom humor, but there was innuendo and some things. And we were just like, yeah, no, I mean, there's so many other shows out there. Our children do not need to see this show just because it's popular does not mean that we are going to see it. So well, and even now that scenes- I have
1: seen it, you know, I mean, I saw it a number of years ago, but I'm like, oh, this makes
0: sense. You're like, yeah, I pretty much know why Mom would give that one a thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, is is it the worst thing ever made? No, but is there any really great redeeming value to it? Uh, no, no, <laughs> <Not> really, <laughs> is there really a point to spending your time watching a program like that? No there really isn't. And we just decided why not just do the best. There's so many great things out there. Let's spend our time and money doing the best. And boy, did we buy a lot of movies, didn't we Paige? Mm -hmm. I mean, we were buying movies like crazy. We have a whole entire closet. Like it's huge. It goes under. Yeah. It's full, full of DVDs. And of course they're all advertised. Of course they are because dad's, you know, he's got to have that organizational factor in there. (laughs) Yes. We've got to be able to find them anyway. So, um, so there you go. We were picky. So let's talk about how I pick movies. So we got to talk about ratings. So in my little story, I just shared, we talked about ratings. So just because something's rated PG doesn't actually mean that you really want your child to see it because well, PG does stand
1: for parental guidance.
0: Yeah, suggested. True. G is for general audiences. And you would hope that that would always be good. But I've got to say, we've got to remember, especially with modern movies coming out. I mean, it could be pretty subjective. You know, who's sitting there making the the declaration about what it's going to be. You know, I mean, they have certain guidelines they need to follow, but there could be tons of attitude in there and they still make it G, but you don't want the attitude for your family. So, you know, don't, don't assume that you want your children to see it just because it has a certain rating, but you know, you've got the G and the PG now in our family, we said, okay, we'll watch PG and we'll watch G and there might be a couple of other things that were like produced by our church or something or that weren't necessarily rated that we're, we might be watching those things, you know, stuff like that but PG-13 and R, you know, anything up from there, obviously we were not going to be watching with the children. And that was kind of hard actually for my husband. Cause he was like, well, what about us? And I said, listen, we're not going to have a double standard. If they're not going to watch it, we're not going to watch it. And so we actually got rid of everything that was PG-13 or R, even if we felt it had some historical value to it, we, we actually got rid of it. And, and, and to this day, I I still remember the sadness of getting rid of Schindler's List. So that's an (laughs) R-rated movie, but I felt like this movie is so important for everybody to see, except for the the naked stuff. I mean, so because there's you know naked people in a prison camp and whatever, you know, some of those things that that you don't want to see. But there are. I mean, it was a true story about the Holocaust. Such a powerful story, and.
1: Well, and that was before I, any programs like VidAngel where I could just clean up any movie.
0: Right, exactly. And we did watch a few things with a cleanup service like that, like a clear play and a VidAngel and stuff like that um, over the years. But yeah but that show i just i just was really sad about that because i felt like it was transformational for me really understanding the holocaust in a whole new light and what people did during that time so anyway there you go um so ratings are important pick your rating standard and then stick to it and And I know that some families are like, no, the parents are still going to watch R and PG-13 and that's fine. And we'll tell the children when they're older, they can see them. And if you do that, that's okay. We didn't. Okay. I mean, this is in this podcast, we're talking about what we did and hopefully that's helpful to somebody, or at least gives you some sort of a gauge to go off of. But we stuck in those lower areas. And then, um, when our children got a little bit older, there were a couple of PG-13 movies that we said, you know, really, There might be one bad word in this, but, but everything else is actually okay and pretty good. And I'm pretty sure by now, you know, we don't say that word. So I think we're going to let you mm-hmm. see it, you know? And so there were a couple of those types of things. If there was a show that I wanted them to see like a Shakespeare movie or something like a Kenneth Branagh type Shakespeare movie, I don't just go get all the Kenneth Branagh Shakespeare <laughs> oh, movies. No, yeah, yeah. Do not do that. But if I wanted them to see one of those movies, then what I would do is I would preview it and I would know exactly where the problematic scene was, I would have a big pillow with me. I would <laughs> see it coming and I would go right to the screen of the TV. Cause remember we just had a box, right? Yep. And I would just put this pillow in front of the screen. I'd be like, okay, everybody, hold on. I'll let you know. Plug your ears. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. We're done. And so, because I did want my children to watch Shakespeare, I thought that was very, um, at least some of it. And this was in their junior high, high school years when they were studying Shakespeare for their homeschool curriculum. So I wanted them to be able to see that my little children didn't spend a lot of time watching Shakespeare, of course. Anyway. Okay. So there's ratings. Now, another thing, and I've touched on this already slightly, and that's recommendations. So we have had movies recommended to us that have been total bombs. One of them <laughs> was a Kenneth Brownout. We were like, they were like, oh, yeah, have you seen this Kenneth Brown? And I really think he's a fantastic actor. Um, absolutely, you know, just love his take on Shakespeare, usually. But I was like, whoa, that, that was your recommendation. That is not part of our family standard. They're like, oh, it's, it's okay. fine. And I was like, ah. Anyway, so. We well, you know, have to
1: trust your sources, you know. Yeah, you can't well, just I take thought recommendations it was- from anybody really new.
0: The thing is, I thought it was a good source. It was another homeschool family. And I thought, well, They surely they must know, you know. (laughs) Anyway, and I was like, okay, clearly we have a little bit different standard on things. I'm like, okay, so this is a thing in my teaching self government course, and in my book, I talk about having a family standard, and our family standard does involve our movies and our movie standard, our media standard. So that's super important, Um, which is one of the reasons I'm doing this because people want to know. Well, well, let's say we make a standard like yours, Nicholeen, or somewhere near there, or we take ideas for a family standard from you. Like what, what in the world would we watch? Is there anything, you know? And so we're going to tell you, yes, there are some things you can watch and we're going to share some of those movies with you, but just remember on the recommendations, you can't trust anything. There are some companies that make movies. So there are Christian movie companies like religious movie companies uh, that make some movies that are pretty decent movies. I love Kevin Sorbo and Sam Sorbo and some of the stuff that they've been doing in recent years, um, with some really clean stuff, which has been nice. I mean, there's things like courageous and, and stuff like that, you know, the Kendrick Um,
1: brothers are really good too.
0: Kendrick brothers. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of the company. I know. I know the name of the company. I just can't think of it anyway. So, um, but there, there are multiple different, you know, I mean, there's like the whole series on Jesus Christ, is called the chosen. I mean, there are so many different, um, companies now that are getting into trying to make decent, clean stuff. So sometimes you can find a trusted source like that. Is it pure Flix? It's called pure Flix, isn't it? Yeah. So, pure Flix. Yeah, So you can go to pure Flix and lots of times find lots of things like that. Like, um, you know, movies about the little boy who dies for a minute and comes back, and I'm trying to remember so them.
1: really inspirational. Now the videos. girl that gets
0: stuck in a tree. They're all like true stories, but they've yeah. they've turned them into into Hollywoodish stories. Warning, and- fair
1: warning, though, some of them are good, solid tear jerkers.
0: Oh yeah, you're gonna so- cry. <laughs> you're gonna cry. <laughs> oh yes, you are gonna cry. Anyway, so. Great stuff like that. Anyway. Um, and like BYU TV has some movies and stuff on there that are going to be good. Hallmark has been known for family friendly entertainment for a lot of years. I have sadly found some things now in recent years. And if you guys are Hallmark junkies, like I am like, I love a little (laughs) Hallmark movie. I mean, especially Christmas time. Hello, I'm dialing in Hallmark. (laughs) You know, I'm going to watch a Hallmark, but Sadly in recent years they've brought in kind of some social political stuff and like sometimes you're just like no I'm not going to watch that in a movie so if we ever see that we just turn it off and you know find something else so for the most part the hallmarks are good sometimes it's a little like meh you know um and there were a couple from the eighties that I was like, holy cow, we've got rape. And we've got, you know, some of these things that obviously that very, a lot I'm of sexual okay. content that I'm like, I'm going to show that to my children. So anyway, keep that in mind. Um, there was one, a Hallmark movie. I, I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. I didn't know they made a movie about that historical event. I go and watch it and boy, they, they turned it into a major sexual thing and i thought i can't believe this is hallmark is this really on the hallmark <laughs> channel i was kind of dying anyway so but for the most part there you go and i usually on the hallmark channel there's the hallmark hall of fame movies and the majority of those are good i will not not all i did find one that i was like e but um the majority of those are good there's one um that's called the, uh, is it the front of the class? I think it's called the front of the class one at, about a guy with Tourette's. Oh my word. So inspiring. There's another one called smiles as big as the moon, um, about a guy who teaches a special ed class and, and what he ends up teaching them to do. And they're all these true stories. They're so powerful. So, and then of course, there's all the love stories too, and the mysteries. So well, we there's a on there. for
1: Hallmark for forever.
0: For like forever. Yeah. I mean, you really could. It's so fun. Okay. So that's the the trusted movie sources. And if,
1: if you don't know if something is trusted, then there are some really awesome websites that go through every single thing in the movie. So definitely spoiler alert, but it'll help you know, okay, does this fit into our family standards? So these websites are things like plugged in or kids in mind. So kids in mind will actually give a rating for different categories so like um sexuality and vulgar language and violence it gives you know different different ratings for all of those and it will tell you basically a play-by-play of each movie Mm -hmm. and so that i mean if you're i mean it does spoil the movie yeah
0: i mean But if you want to know if you want to take your children to see it, I mean, that's because it's kind of hard if something just came out, right? If you're going to go to the movies, especially yeah, and so
1: they, they like to, they keep it updated. And so new movies that just come out within a day or two, usually they have a rating, for that
0: movie. And some of those things like plugged in kids in mind, you know, you might need to get a subscription to those. Yeah. So some, you know, some memberships are free. Yeah. Donate something. Exactly. So keep that in mind. They're going to judge. They're going to tell you everything with sexual content, language, um, violence and stuff like that. That's usually what I was looking for. I was looking for the sexual content first. Cause I didn't want my children to get sexually ruined and sexually groomed. And then, um, then the language and the attitude problem and the dark themes. I don't like a show that's going to go into too much darkness. Cause why would you <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't we be keeping children in the light, right? In, in order to have, have children understand light and dark, they need to have mostly light. So that then when they're around anything that's dark, they go, aha that's dark right that's bad and they can see the bad for what it is um also unnecessarily unnecessary violence um you know occasionally in war or a show that has a battle there might be necessary violence but then there's these shows where it's just a violence fest and that's just totally unnecessary and sometimes there's too much graphic the the screen moves around too fast um which is really bad for the brain and tracking of a small child. And so you have to be careful. Like I'd never let my small child watch the Hobbit, especially like we're in, when they're in the mountain, like inside. Or doctor strange. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I mean the movie is like a video game and that's so bad for a child brain right? So I'm going to keep them off of that stuff until they're older. Okay. So here's my other recommendation for you. Preview movies preview. I already talked about that too, but we preview, watch it ahead of time. Tell the, tell the children, if they say, we want to watch to say, okay, we'll preview it. And so then you preview it, run it through your tests, see if it's good for them. And then, you know, and then you can show it to them afterward. There were a couple of them that I just couldn't do. We watched, for instance, the movie brave. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't show it to my children when they were little because there was too much about breasts in that show and And just, and yeah, and bottoms, breasts and bottoms and under kilts. And I'm like, no, thank you. And so we, we just couldn't have that much about body parts when the kids were little, when that came out. So Anyway, I mean, I even vetoed that because I saw it and I was like, well, I'm done too bad too, because there's some other good themes in it, but I'm just not going to expose them to that (laughs) pun intended expose anyway. Okay. (laughs) So wow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. A little humor there for you. So let's look at the, what, what are some great things now? I know you're all going to want this list of movies. So on our website on teaching self If you go to the podcast section and you find this podcast, there is a button there. You can click that button and you can get this list of all of these movies plus more. So go to teaching self and get the list of these movies so that you can refer to it. Now, there is no way that we can give you an exhaustive list, but we are going to give you a list of some things that you can start Looking at, I think we're gonna just kind of do them alphabetically. Okay, so let's start right out of the shoot. Aquila and the Bee. Page, oh, when this I this is say a good one. Akilah and the Bee. Yeah, what do what do you think of there?
1: Well, see, me being the spelling champ in my house, uh, growing up. This is all about a girl who grows up in the ghetto, and she is a whiz at spelling, but she's not doing very well at school, but you know, she's amazing at spelling and she goes home and for fun studies the dictionary and practices spelling words and figuring out what they mean. And so this is, it's the story of how she finds a mentor, goes to all these different spelling bees and ends up going to, uh, like the, the national spelling bee. I think mm-hmm. it's called the Scripps spelling bee. Anyway, it's a really inspirational movie. Uh, really, really awesome shows a lot of conflicts and resolution. Um, but overall, really good
0: movie yeah now you are gonna see um people from you know a, a lifestyle where you know they're not so good like gangs and and that kind of stuff but you also see all these people rally behind this girl and you see the great things that happen there so anyway and then there's then there's movies that are based on some of the books we love like a little princess a secret garden right? Those are so great. There's so many books are so many movies about books and about true stories. And then there's amazing grace. So amazing grace. amazing grace. Oh, so inspirational, true story, which is so great. I would say that's a 14 plus though. Okay. 14 yeah. and older. Cause it goes
1: yeah. into detail about slavery and um, their treatment, like the their treatment, mm-hmm.
0: their treatment. When you hear about their treatment and just see the chains or how they're, uh, that's graphic. You know, it's true, but it's graphic. And so, fourteen plus on that page. Talk to us about the Apple Dumpling Gang.
1: <laughs> this is one that you, you, when you saw the DVDs were available, you went, "Oh my goodness, we have to get this because this, these are things that you grew up on." Yeah. And you know, it's a, it's a dynamic duo. I can't remember the actors names but they're famous for being in movies together and it's basically these two guys
0: who it's think like don so... Knotts and uh tim conway i think yeah,
1: who, yeah. <laughs> they're so but funny they're, they're basically these two hobo guys i mean they have a house but it's whatever and so <laughs> these two hobo guys they think they're so stealthy and they're always trying to rob the bank at least in the first movie and so
0: mischief—they're always up to mischief. Oh
1: yes, oh yes, and they think they're so stealthy, but they are so not. Anyway, and um, it's just good, wholesome fun, you know. And you—you you just think, "What? Come on, guys, really?" You know. <laughs> but I it's know. fun because you know the underlying story of everything—at least for the first one—is these orphans um, have been sh- uh, shipped to this place by carriage, and they get stuck with this guy. Who doesn't want them, and then he ends up realizing, Oh, you know, I really want these guys in my life, and so he ends up adopting it's them. It's kind
0: of a family vibe, and of yeah. course, the bank robbers don't get away with it, so there you go, you know, right? Good I is mean, good, bad is bad, yeah, exactly. And this is important in a good movie, good should be good, bad should be bad, good guys are happy in the end bad guys get what's coming to them in the end right that's how you know that something has a good theme in it and would be good for children so most disney movies made before like 2002 are pretty good for the most part okay and that's gonna that's gonna be your gauge most disney movies made before 2002 after that be much more scrutinizing. with a
1: couple exceptions like well, the black cauldron is probably a no-go
0: yeah that one's kind of me yeah that's true there are going to be a couple of exceptions i mean just still preview them if you're not really sure about it preview them but for the most part disney used to have a good thing going they used to have a family standard and they've really changed that so anyway um we've already talked about hallmark but there's lots of hallmark christmas movies stuff like that there is a movie about chopin and this was introduced to us by our music mentor, and it's called A Song to Remember. Now, Chopin, this is a 14 plus, but if your children are musicians and if they have studied musicians at all, this is a really great one, a true story about him and his life. And you see him go through a depression and why he gets into this depression and then what he does to rally his life and why he made all the songs that he made and stuff like that. I mean, there's a little bit more of the. I mean, there's some mature stuff in it, but it's not, none of it's inappropriate. And and it's really a great discussion piece about a real person. Then we got Balto. You guys loved Balto. This oh, was geez. a Disney. I can barely but- even
1: remember that movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. You watched it like almost every <laughs> movie it's, night. It's about, like, it's
1: about like sled dogs and stuff, so. sled dogs. but definitely the animated
0: Ron dog race was made because Balto and his team rescued the, the town, yeah. brought the medicine back and, you know, defied all odds and, yeah. and went all this great distance. Anyway, such a great one. I'm kind um, of on that
1: same train though as eight below. That's a live action one about a team of sled dogs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'd say a little bit older, uh, age restriction on that, just because um, dogs kind it's, of it's have just, some struggles. Touchy feely one, but it's the story of this man who has a team of dogs, and they are they are his babies, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. but then something tragic happens, and he has to be life flighted out of there, and he has to leave his dogs
0: mm-hmm. in
1: was Antarctica or somewhere really really cold. Anyway, yeah. so it's the journey of these dogs who are actual dogs, um, and how they survive. And how he makes this journey, he does everything he possibly can to get back to where they are to rescue them.
0: Yeah, but it's but the thing is, is you see some kind of sad treatment of the dogs and and
1: dogs eating a sea
0: lion. Uh, Yeah, there's there's just some stuff. So twelve and up on that one 12 and up. So let's storyline though. Give or take. Yeah, exactly. So let's list through some of these. Okay, so Shirley Temple movies; those are from the old days old days um things like bright eyes and um Rebecca Sunnybrook Farm Annie Uh, oh yeah Shirley Temple cute cute stuff there um bed knobs and broomsticks there's another Disney one for you that's Angela Lansbury that one's so fun with some good singing (laughs) now here's one that made it on our list of recommendations but um we're gonna call it a 14 plus and and it is a pg-13 show and it is the blind side it's a true story um but there are some things kind of some drugs in there which is i think why well, it had to because be the story is
1: about a family who finds this um young man he's from the ghetto like ghetto ghetto mm-hmm. and you know he's a really awesome kid very very smart and you know this family ends up taking him into their home one of the main characters is played by sandra bullock and um, she's the mom of the family But just this story of how they help him become a football phenomenon. You know, he's just this gentle giant. You know, he's probably 6'4" but um, the thing
0: is he comes from the ghettos and it's the yeah. lifestyle in the ghettos that really gives it the PG 13 rating. Yeah. So that's, that's and where some he, of the,
1: you know, you know, scenes where they go back to the ghetto and look for his mom. Yeah. And
0: well, and we got people on drugs, right? And so whenever you yeah. see people on drugs, I'm pretty sure it has to be PG 13. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, it's PG 13. But if your child is 14 and up, like you can have a discussion about drugs, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's list through some of these kind of quick. It's so hard. Cause we could tell you about all of I them. Know. They're so good, but there's like Call of the Wild. There's another one from a book, right? Mm-hmm. um My children love the Cars movies, all of them, even the Planes movies, the ones from Disney. And then Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, that's an
1: old one. That's an you old, got Dick Van Dyke. Yeah.
0: Old, old, <laughs> and truly oh my scrumptious. My yes. name is truly scrumptious. Yeah, Chitty and bang the bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang see that we're going to go into crazy. Oh, dear. Mode right now. Okay, okay. Next. okay. It's Christmas sort of shoes. a silly one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now stopping with silly, let's go to Christmas shoes. No, not that's silly. A tear-jerker. If
1: you know dear the song Christmas that plays on the radio at Christmas time, oh, it's the whole movie of that song.
0: Oh, I tell you, I tell you, yes, it's, it's a tearjerker, but so worth it. So worth mm-hmm. it. Okay. Now here's another one. We're going to have to call this a 12 plus, um, because there are some scary moments in it and I'm not saying scary horror. I'm saying scary. Like it's a true story. Um, it's based off of a book and it yeah. really happened. It's about um, a bomber.
1: Who there's goes a bomber to a school.
0: Mm-hmm. It's called the Cokeville miracle. The Cokeville miracle. And, but I think it's
1: Cokeville, Wyoming based off of Cokeville, Wyoming.
0: It is, it is this guy, he was a little bit of a loony bin, but you can talk about loony bins, right? (laughs) So when your children are, when your children are 12 and up, and if you felt like this would be an important discussion to have with them, what people do when they're, you know, when they have mental issues and how they need help and, you know, and look what this person did. And, and also, it was a very faith promoting thing. Speaking of mm-hmm. faith, you already mentioned the Kendrick brothers. There's, um, things like we mentioned, uh, courageous. That's the only one coming to mind, but there's oh, fireproof. That's another one. Yeah. They there's- have
1: four main ones that uh, have been really good. So courageous and then fireproof. And th- then you have facing the giants, which is, I think one of their first ones. Mm-hmm. And then their more recent one is called war room.
0: Oh, War Room. I love that. Yep. And facing. I like, I love all of those. Those are all good.
1: Yeah. You'll see a few repeat actors and actors
0: actresses but that's okay that's okay they have their favorites you know (laughs) They okay speaking of favorites this is this one right now that we're going to talk about is probably the like one of the family favorites I don't even know if you can be part of the Peck family and not see this show but I will say it's probably an eight plus because people get decapitated so that's important to understand I
1: mean we're talking Uh, French Revolution
0: so it is French Revolution this is a show that I was raised on so some people might not agree with this being on the list but this is one of of the things on our list we love it it's called the scarlet pimpernel and it's also based upon a book so that's a, a good thing to recognize and as to be well.
1: honest though the movie only covers the first few chapters of the book you really have to go read the book
0: the book is a whole different experience it's true so don't even <laughs> compare the two because you can't but scarlet pimpernel oh the intrigue the disguises the, the value the, yeah
1: they seek him there yeah Those the poetry <laughs> seek him everywhere
0: yeah Yep, yeah, there are a few gentlemen swear words in that word, <laughs> in that play, in that particular uh poem, Not right? A phrase. There. There's, there's, a, there's a phrase in there, you know, exactly. Anyway, so great. Okay, so um then we've got all the Jane Austen type ones. So we've got Emma, Pride and Prejudice, and our favorite one is the the A six hour version. Oh, yes. I it's mean Kira Knightley does
1: great in the three hour version, but I mean, the six hour version is basically quoting the book word for word.
0: I know. It's like, you feel like you saw the whole book. I love it. Yeah. So there's that. And there's so many other ones too. Um, Sense and sensibility and, you know, all those ones that are Jane Austeny ones. I'm sure we'll get to other ones on the list. Okay. So then there's ones that are a little bit more fantasy like, Uh, Ella Enchanted and I know Paige that was one that you liked when you were a little bit older Mm -hmm. probably like 12 and up I would say on that one
1: I mean not necessarily Ella Enchanted is the one um, the main character is played by Anne Hathaway and she's this baby that gets quote-unquote blessed as a baby and her blessing is that she has to be obedient no matter what Mm -hmm. and so she has to do whatever she's told Anyway, so the story is about her and her two evil stepsisters. So kind of cinderella e twist. And she goes through this whole journey of she meets the prince who all the girls in town are just falling head over heels for him. But she's like, oh my gosh, I don't have, I don't want anything to do with you. You're annoying me. Mm-hmm. And so he's intrigued by that. Anyway, but then she has to overcome this spell. And so in the end, uh, she overcomes this spell, you know, marries the prince and- gets rid of the evil king you're not
0: supposed to tell the end sorry tell the end all right so speaking of fantasy another great one one of my favorites I would say this is a 12 and up so 12 plus is ever after Mm, and this has got Drew Barrymore Mm -hmm. in it yeah a really great Cinderella story um I just love that that story
1: no magic involved
0: yeah. So fun. So then there's the musicals. There's so many musicals. Here's one great one right now. Fiddler on the roof. Gotta love Tevia and Golda. <laughs> and and <laughs> their family. Exactly. Exactly. Gotta love that. So, so many, we love musicals. I was raised on musicals. My dad was a play director and directed a lot of musicals, was in a lot of musicals. And so they're just in my heart so and a lot of those old musicals
1: as a family
0: not just any musical i am picky on musicals a lot of the modern ones i'm like no thank you you will not see me recommend hamilton and that's probably going to be, people are going to be like, what? And I'm like, nope, it's not. It does not meet my musical criteria. I I won't do it. Anyway, um, I couldn't, I couldn't even make it through. I got a, a little ways Same. in and I'm like, I'm done, <laughs> done. So done anyway. And I, and I like history and I like musicals, but to me, it it's was not a even
1: necessarily accurate. Anyway, it's fine. Whatever. There
0: we go. Yes. That's what we don't need to talk bad about other things. We're just going to tell what we like. Okay. So <laughs> then here we go. And people are going to be like, what? They didn't like that. It's my favorite ever i don't know if i can follow well this list. you know
1: everyone has their preferences and there that's okay. you
0: go there you go okay i love the nativity story at christmas it's a must i forget the actress that's in it She was know, in also, she's pretty popular, like whale rider and stuff she was in some other things but great story i love her portrayal of mary mother of christ that nativity story just beautiful mm-hmm. there's flicka there's um forever strong forever that's
1: another strong. pg-13 one
0: it is PG thirteen because there's drugs involved, mm-hmm. and it's actually a, a movie that takes place locally. Like it was a story that was kind of a local story turned into a movie here, and so because of that, you know, we had some interest in it, and we decided that we would check it out. But because of the drugs, it has the PG thirteen. Well, it's ready. because it's
1: a story of overcoming a really an addiction. entitled again, yeah, an addiction, yeah. but also an entitled lifestyle and learning how to work hard and be mm-hmm. part of a team a team that really cares about each other and i feel like you know as families we should and it's it's also a story of family figuring out their roles and who they are and how mm-hmm. they should work together as a family and so i think that's oh, one yeah. reason why we really really like that movie
0: yeah also gandhi so i would say gandhi is 12 plus i mean he does get killed in there there's also a lot of that's themes historical it is historical totally um there's a few themes that might be harder to understand if you're not a little bit more mature uh it'd be great if you could read the book um the fighter without a sword which is uh, a biography about gandhi uh, before you actually saw it it would make it even make more sense which is what we did so anyway um gandhi would be great and uh gifted hands oh, oh my so goodness. good another based on a true hands. story that's a Ben Carson story. Yeah. I just and he, love that story. He ran story.
1: for president a little while ago. I mean, that doesn't yeah. take this But he
0: Well, he is a really inspiring character to me in history. Yeah. I mean, just his rags to riches. And you see how his mom turned him into the man. The he that he became, and is. you see his journey, you see how his brain works, you see his heart, you just see. I would um, say this one's a, a little bit too, though,
1: just because you actually see him perform like brain surgery. and Oh, that could make some people queasy, that's wife, true, you know, miscarries. And so, there's like blood there's some blood, yes, yeah, and
0: that's yeah. true, that's actually true. Yeah. So, just, okay, on that one, there you go, okay. All right. So God's not dead. There are four movies in the series. God's not dead. So that is going to be, you know, if you love some of those pure flicks type shows uh, that's faith-based, put out by inspirational them, things. definitely faith-based, but I do think, Um, they're really fun to watch with the children and they, and they address some of the, the questions people have in their hearts and minds and some of the issues they have to overcome. Okay. So we love these sports shows where people (laughs) overcome and we could probably list sports shows forever. Right. I mean, Um, they were
1: some of Quinn's favorites. So we watched them often when he was in his early teens.
0: Yeah. But one of them, the greatest game ever played. That's a golf one. And mm-hmm. we're going to label that one 12 plus yeah, we'll um, rem- is Shia LaBeouf. There's like, I mean, remember the Titans, that was a Disney one. Glory and, road is
1: good too.
0: Uh-huh. And but see all of those have themes in them that you're going to want to, that you're going to want the child to be just a little bit older. Yeah. They don't, it's not like they're rated. A lot of
1: it is uh, talking about racism and segregation.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, uh,
1: remember, the Titans and Glory Road are, are both uh, racism. F- yeah, about football and a basketball team that have to deal with racism and segregation.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of things like that. But, um, and then there's like, uh, Rudy, which oh, that's a good one, talks another- about disability. Uh-huh, people with disabilities, teams rallying together for each mm-hmm. other. I mean, there's just a lot of these, and you know what I love about those movies about racism and about disabilities and stuff is radio. equity everybody- too. Yeah, radio. That's True. what I meant
1: when I about disability was radio.
0: That's actually that's what I meant too when I said Rudy. I meant <laughs> Rudy's a good
1: one too, but radio
0: is yeah, about so, radio segregation
1: and uh, racism and disabilities.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And and the whole community comes together. This is what I love is in modern times, we are seeing people split apart over these issues. When it used to be, when I was a child, everybody came together over these issues. And the message was always, look what we've overcome. Look how we've come together. These are the stories of how we've come together. And now people have systematically been trying to pull people apart over these issues. And so I just think it's fantastic to see, wait a minute. Look, we're saying that there's these major problems, but we're now inventing the problems when they actually were things that we already overcame before. So it shows a great history there, which is fantastic. Um, Oh, little, little boy dies. I mentioned this before and and goes to heaven and then comes back. So that's the, the movie heaven is for real. And so that's a great one. Um, another wonderful movie. This is a historical movie, real people, I, I might label this one a 12 plus as well. Hidden Figures. Um, it's really fantastic about. It's like these my
1: mother-in-law's favorite movie. She ladies.
0: It's, it's great because it's about, I mean, again, it's about segregation, overcoming segregation problems and stuff like that. But it's also um, about women. Th- these women who were calculators and how they helped in the Aeronautics world that people didn't even know. They were computers. That's right. They were computers before we had actual computers, right? (laughs) And then they learned how to use computers, which was really interesting, too. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, yeah, that one's a great one. Okay. So, now here is a series of movies that you may not have ever heard of before. And that it is called Horatio Hornblower. So there's a series of books. They're kind of like Jane Austen for boys. Okay. Um, swashbuckling adventures, attacks by rats and pirates and things and duels. Yes, exactly. Horatio Hornblower. Um, these are classic movies that we watch when we're in the RV and we're going camping. (laughs) Uh, definitely there's a series of, I'm trying to remember if there's six of them or eight or something like that anyway. And, uh, what's the name of that He's famous.
1: Ewan Gruffid.
0: Yeah, Ewan Gruffid. He's the
1: same guy that plays the main character in Amazing Grace.
0: Amazing Grace. I was gonna say it's the Amazing Grace guy. Yeah, he is incredible in Horatio Hornblower. Just incredible. I will have to say that, and here is my um parents definitely preview these. Okay, here's my disclaimer. For sure, number two, episode two, movie two. (laughs) There is A backside that you see of someone who's bathing. It's a boy, a guy on a ship, okay? And then I believe there's one other scene with like some kind of kissing or whatever. Anyway, so just preview them ahead of time. So if there's a part you don't want to show, you can put up the pillow, skip, you know, whatever. But, um, if you've got boys, even girls too, I'm sorry. I think everyone loves these. I love Horatio. I love them. I think they're so fun. Yeah. They're so fun. I mean, your little children might get a little bit grossed out by people trying to catch rats with their teeth and weird things that happen. So, you know, just see what age you think works for your child. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about holocaust type shows here's a great one the hiding place the hiding place true story of Corey ten boom i highly recommend reading the book and watching the show um we're also going to recommend the hobbit movies if you've read the book okay yeah that because was kind
1: of our family rule grown up you got to read it before you can watch it
0: before you, you can see it if uh, you've read the book if you are old enough to read the book yourself Then I will let you watch The Hobbit. And if you are old enough to read the book yourself, then I will let you watch Lord of the Rings. Well, and I can
1: tell you here's why because Quinn read the books and I asked to join, and I was nine years old and I had nightmares about Gollum for about a week afterward.
0: Well, you would yeah you absolutely would and so we're like okay that's it you have to have <laughs> read it yourself and which means you have to be a certain age because you're not going to read the hobbit or lord of the rings until you're probably going to be getting into your teens right, right? 13 or and, 14 yeah so those are going to be older books now that the letdown about the hobbit movies is they bring in this white orc or whatever he's not even in the books it's sort of annoying but anyway that's okay you can expose it okay here's a hallmark series when calls the heart series those oh. are so fun
1: and that reminds Classic me pioneer canadian backwoods romance story
0: yes but th- that also reminds me of those other movies uh the love comes softly mm-hmm. series those are also fantastic we love the love comes softly series we watched all of those so those are really I think fun Katherine
1: ones heigl is one of the main characters on those ones
0: maybe yeah here's a, here's one for 14 and up because there are a couple of adult elements although they are not I mean, it wouldn't be necessarily rated PG 13 or anything, but there's, there's some themes that are talked about that you want to be a little bit older with, but wives and daughters. Now that's a good long one. That's a long one. Like your pride and prejudice, the A and E version. Okay. It's long, but if you love pride and prejudice, E version, you're going to love wives and daughters. So anyway, so uh, 14 and up there, we already talked about war room. Okay. So we're going to kind of shock you a little bit right here. And we are going to suggest a movie whoa i'm holding my breath on this that is <laughs> well and just kind of preface for this r. one is
1: um yes it is rated r
0: this is the only <laughs> rated r movie i've ever shown to my children and i'm like you all have to see this but and, that's because and
1: the- of some of the things that we agree with politically as well yeah so um yeah. it's but it's called unplanned but it's all the truth and background information about abortion
0: i just feel like in this day and age kids need to know what mm-hmm. it really is. So, so all of my children were in their teens when this movie came out and it was rated R and, but I was like, you know what? I went and saw it first. And then I was like, they all have to see it. I'm not going to raise a young person in this day and age without them actually understanding what really happens during a procedure like that. I want yeah, them well, to and know. Yeah. Well, it's
1: another true so, story. It's, it's a true story. It's about someone who used to work for Planned Parenthood and then they decide, you know, things are not what i thought they were
0: yeah and so So. she told her story and it was good to see so no matter what side of that debate you find yourself on i think it's a good one to see and to discuss so there you go okay so here's some um charles dickens so there's lots of dickens movies we've got tale of two cities okay and i mean there's so many other dickens you could do um the little well obviously Christmas Carol but the little orphans hello that are like um Oliver Oliver yes Oliver that's what I'm thinking so there's you know movies like that too um sound of music oh Julie Andrews hello Julie Andrews you were the actress of my childhood the musician of my childhood I love Julie Andrews I even sloughed school one time to watch Sound of Music. That's how much (laughs) I love Sound of Music. As you should. Well, let's not say that too loud. But anyway, here (laughs) we go. Okay. So The Ultimate Gift and The Ultimate Life. These are great movies as well that really help you focus on what is most important, which is fantastic. Here's another really great musical for you. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. If you have never seen a musical before to me, this is the one I say do first Mm -hmm. do seven brides for seven brothers first.
1: And And if there are newer versions, you have to watch the old version.
0: You know After. what maybe that's actually why a whole bunch of people liked Hamilton because they'd never seen a musical before. They didn't know what to compare it to. Cuz I'm like once you've seen Seven Brights for Seven Brothers, you cannot watch Hamilton and be pleased. Okay, sorry. Too much about Hamilton. Oh I just gosh. I just was so disappointed. Okay. Playing on the hate sick mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was so disappointed. Okay. Um, so here's another musical. This is one from my childhood, but I had to buy it for the family slipper in the rose. This is a Cinderella story. The dances are wonderful. The songs are wonderful. If you want your little girl to love Cinderella forever, slipper in the rose, slipper in the rose, <laughs> such a beautiful one. I don't even know if you can find it online. I've never looked cause I just own it anyway. Such a great one. Okay. So here's one probably for ages eight and up is sky high. Um, oh, well, it's about, it's about heroes and sidekicks and stuff like that, but there are some good lessons in there about, you know, the value of a person and family and stuff like that. So decent in there, um, a little bit more on the floofy side of things, but still a fun show. We liked that. Then, uh, we already talked about sense and sensibility, uh, the sorcerer's apprentice. This was a Disney one, and we're going to go with 12 plus on that one. Yeah. That's now here's this cage. Here's a great one that I found in recent years. In fact, I think I just found it a couple of years ago called The Inheritance. The Inheritance. So this is about a family that there's been a death in the family and there's this horse racing component. I don't even want to ruin it. It's just so cool. There's this surprise inheritance and there's these relationships that end up changing in really, uh, you know, incredible ways. So, um, just such a heartfelt show, the inheritance, um, persuasion that's Jane Austen. We also love Jane Eyre's books, right? So, um, maybe not everyone is our favorite but we definitely or i shouldn't say jane Eyre, or i'm talking about charlotte bronte jane Eyre is the book <laughs> sorry jane Eyre is I'm the gonna book. say i'm like you know i mean Wuthering heights is pretty good but like jane Eyre, i really love jane Eyre. anyway um, for
1: a, a more mature audience
0: yeah i just went ahead and went well, called the book the author we're talking charlotte bronte okay anyway so <laughs> a little bit more mature because there is kind of another woman you know in there This um that kind of stuff. Well, and
1: the movie itself, it's, I mean, it depends on the version you watch, but the one that I preferred, you know, it's, it can get a little scary at times.
0: That's true. Actually, that's that's a good point because there's a lot of bumps in the night in that show, isn't there? There's I I shouldn't say bumps in the night, but there's things, fire, people get lit on fire in their beds. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Okay, so if you've read the book, watch it. So we go for 14 (laughs) plus on that. Here's another great musical, The King and I. Now, a ton of musicals from the old days are not politically correct, but like I don't even care because I feel like there's so many great lessons in there, and I I guess i don't go chasing around for politically correct stuff but um the king and i probably isn't but there's a lot of cultural stuff in there that is really neat to discuss okay here's another one if you like the jane Eyre type vibe maybe or the uh jane austen type vibe this one's going to be in ages 12 and up because I would say there's a little bit more mature content, not sexual necessarily, but mature. And this is one called Little Dorrit. It's a series called Little Dorrit, which is fantastic. Little House on the Prairie. Just watch all those, just everyone. <laughs> the Little House on the Prairie. The books those are, are
1: amazing too.
0: Yeah. Oh, they are. They're so good. But the Little House on the Prairie series and those movies are not necessarily based upon the books. Every once in a while they are, but not necessarily. They're they're completely different, and those are so good. Um, little Lord Fauntleroy another great story there based off of a book little women so many people have making made takes on little women Uh, you can watch so many of those my favorite one when was it made maybe like the year two thousand, I don't know, or maybe it was even before that, the late nineteen nineties. I forget the name of the, ah, the main actress. I can see her face, but I forget her name. Anyway, Little Women, such a great one. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the old one. We liked the old cartoon version best. There, here's another fun one. If you've got children ages twelve and up, and this is a another good. It's got adventure. It's got love. It's got some battle scenes. The Lorna Dune. robbery highway robbery, war. Yeah. Lorna Dune, Lorna Dune again, based upon a book, a classic book, Lorna Dune, but I would go 12 and up on this. There's a a few things that discussion wise, you'd probably want to have a little bit older person to discuss with man from snowy river the return from snowy river those are great ones so many great ones there um mcfarland usa the mighty max miracles from heaven miracle mighty ducks and while you're at it do all three movies oh my word my <laughs> boys and the mighty ducks ah. oh i
1: loved them too
0: I there's mean, a lot of good I can humor only get and- so much mighty ducks and then hey. i'm done but- <laughs>
1: And they did just do kind of a remake TV show of that. So definitely the older ones.
0: Yeah. So, and and here's more sports shows. We already mentioned some glory road. Remember the Titans absent-minded professor is a science slash sports show. Rudy slash goofy. Yeah. Slash flubber. (laughs) And then (laughs) there's there's two different
1: versions of that too. There's the Robin Williams version. Or maybe that one's just called Flubber. But then there's the
0: absent-minded professor. Yeah, right. So, And that's the old one. And then there's Mom's Night Out. Wow. I mean, talk about a crazy night. We got the police and the tattoo parlor and everything else. So maybe you want to do a 12 plus on Mom's Night Out because of the tattoo parlor. I don't know. Oh, so um, but I got to oh, say yeah. that Mom's Night Out show is just the comedy of errors. It's hysterical. Um, We liked Monsters, Inc., Murphy's Monsters, Law
1: University. That last one. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, for mom's night out, for sure, 100%. Here's another great musical My Fair Lady and then there's also The Music Man which is another great musical. We love all of the Narnia movies. It is better if you've read the books of course and that would be good. Um we liked the National Treasure movies so that were those were Nicolas Cage movies. Um there could be a few swear we words in there. In
1: forever So we can't Yeah,
0: remember, that one but... we added to the list cuz we liked them but we were trying to remember are there some swear words in the National Treasure movies there might be so you might want to i mean you're going to preview anything anyway but i would definitely do that speaking of swearing um there is a movie called 1776 and it is and it is about the declaration of independence getting made it is a fantastic depiction depiction of that story and that process and i wanted to show it to my children so that they could visualize what really happened then there's also some very silly songs in it and some dancing and some things like that that happened i mean you know but there's and and that's great because it's a musical it's an actual musical but there is some gentleman's Swearing. So, and when I say gentlemen swearing, we're talking about the, the hells and the dams. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just said that on a podcast. I hope nobody's children are why anyway. Um, but those are the the words that are used I- in that play. And and I didn't realize it was so bad until I watched it with somebody else I had recommended it to, and then I felt a little sheepish. I was like, Oh, I should have warned you about. It. <laughs> so, anyway, um, just keep that in mind, but you know if they're especially if they're 12 plus you know you might be able to just prep them for that and watch it i already talked about planes there's the parent trap um all of the versions of that that we've seen i think are okay but my, the Haley mills ones from a long time ago are my very favorite phantom of the opera is great but you need to preview that one um because there is one part and you got to know where it is to put up a pillow. So my children did want to see Phantom of the Opera and some of them saw that, saw it on Broadway, but they put one little snip in there of, I think somebody probably moons somebody or something like that. And anyway, oh, there's a there's, that. A, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? And it's this quick, you know, and you're like, really, but if you just see it coming, oh, they're walking down that corridor. Okay, put up the pillow. Okay, you're done. I mean, it's like that. And then otherwise it's the whole play. And so I hate when they do that to a play. So I did um, I did preview that and I found out where the spot was and I just covered it and then we watched it. So anyway, preview it and find the places. That's the one spot I remember. We haven't seen that for a really long time. We already mentioned radio. The Princess Bride. You cannot go through life without oh, seeing The Princess Bride. It's a classic show. Absolutely classic. So that's Princess a great one. Buttercup. Yes. As you wish, you know, the the dread pirate Roberts. (laughs) What you don't know is that I am not left-handed. I mean, we could, we could quote that whole thing. Um, anyway, such a great inconceivable. (laughs) There's just so many things in that show. It's just so funny. You've just got to watch it so that your family can inside joke about it forever. Um, anyway, and so, And so that you can decide if somebody's dog looks like an R O U S or something like that. You know, (laughs) anyway. Um, all right. So that's the list of our movies. But then we did want to tell you a couple of things. So BYU TV, which is an app that you can get, BYU TV, they've got a lot of family-friendly stuff on there. Um, I I can't say that I endorse everything on their channel. Um, there was, you know, one or two things where I'm like, you know, I, I don't love that. But for the most part, I like the things on their channel and There is a program that we have watched together as a family called relative race. And we call it relative race because the guy, the guy who says it on the, in the show, he's like, this is relative race. And we're like, why does he use a D it's a T anyway. We just, we just like laugh about it anyway, but we love competition
1: show though, but it's a competition based Uh off of family history.
0: It's like genealogically, they find their family members, people have found them and they go through these challenges and stuff to get to them. And then they get this cash reward at the end. Um, The challenges
1: are all related to things about the people they're trying to find.
0: There's actually a lot of family shows on BYU TV that they get, they go through challenges. Um, There's another one where they have to hike different mountains and stuff like that. And I can't remember the name of it, but we saw some of those episodes as well. Another BYU TV show um, that we decided we liked was one called Random Acts of Kindness, or I believe it's just called Random Acts, probably. Anyway, and that's fun. Just a little 30-minute thing. Speaking of a little 30-minute thing, if you just want to watch something short, something fun, there's something called Studio C, which is a lot of fun. And like we especially, genius. yeah, 16, genius yeah. comedy, clean comedy. It's just so good. And, and when you want to introduce your family to comedy, you want it to be clean, you know and so we love that that they did that so there are so many seasons of it i don't even know they're probably on like season 15 by now or something i don't even i would say
1: the first at least the first five seasons though are like comedy gold after that they get some new cast members and you're like "Eh."
0: it's okay no some of it is like then it's kind of hit and miss but those first five or six I would say even up to season six probably comedy yeah, I mean, you would know better genius genius made uh, so many of those scripts and and, yeah. and sketches a lot of the people involved in
1: Studio so you now do actual Other like, commercials things. and for, like yeah, some of your
0: comedy com- your commercials are made by some of these people that you might see, which are super funny. Um, anyway, so there you go. So, there's some fun stuff to watch as a family, you guys. We have gone a long time. I mean, we're talking, this podcast is like an hour. I mean, little Clara has been so patient, she's been making a few little sounds in the I background, know. but I'm like. Shh. <laughs> (laughs) She's like looking at you. What mom, what? I want to be part of this. Anyway, so little Clara has been very, very patient for us as we've been giving this big long list, but we wanted to, we've been meaning to for a very long time. So, um, you have some good entertainment options now to go off of. Be sure to preview, check through all the things. Don't just take my word for it, but hopefully I've given you something you can launch off of as you're spending good time as a family. Don't forget. To make that family standard so that you can determine what the movies need to be like for your family. If you don't know what a family standard is, then be sure to go to teaching selfgovernment.com and get the book Parenting a House United. Because in Parenting a House United, it talks all about creating a family standard which is going to help you make choices for your family that your children will agree with when everybody else around you might not be. So it's been fun talking with you. We will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. bye you have been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.